You are listening to You Were Made for This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made for This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22, Pay It Forward with Our Stories. I've been thinking more about last week's episode number 21, the most important relationship of all. It was about a story told to me when I was 19 that set me on the path I've been following ever since. I can't imagine how my life would have turned out if we're not for that story. What my friend Carol told me on April 4, 1968, was part of her story, which came from the man she calls Pops and his wife and their story. I'm the beneficiary of hearing this same relationship story people have been passing along to others for the last 2,000 years, the story of Jesus. I'll have a link to episode 21 below in the show notes. When the stories of others have so impacted a person's life, like they did for me, what are we to do with that? Do we just sit on this blessing, or do we pay it forward? We pay it forward would be my answer. But the answer raises three questions. Why do we pay it forward? How do we pay it forward? And when do we pay it forward? Listen in to the rest of the show for the answer to these three questions. Why, how, and when? I have always found the term pay it forward a bit odd. It doesn't roll off the tongue easily, and it just seems an awkward phrase to me. So I did a little bit of research and found that pay it forward is defined as when a recipient of an act of kindness does something kind for someone else rather than just accepting or repaying the original good deed. I found this on the internet, so obviously it must be true. Right, Carol? Carol? Well, moving on, the term was most likely coined in 1916 by author Lily Hardy Hammond in her novel In the Garden of Delight, where she wrote, You don't pay love back, you pay it forward. I kind of like that. Science fiction author Robert Heinlein is credited with popularizing the term in his 1951 book, Between Planets. The term pay it forward became even more popular in 2000, with a movie by the same name starring Kevin Spacey and Helen Hunt, which was based on a 1999 novel by Catherine Ryan Hyde. Hyde later established the Pay It Forward Foundation, which in 2007 inspired National Pay It Forward Day on April 28th. Now that would be the day to be on Oprah's TV show for sure. All of this is probably more background information than you care to know, So let's move on to why do we pay it forward with our story, how do we do it, and when do we do it? Let's start with why do we pay it forward. We share the stories that have profoundly impacted our lives because we want other people to experience the benefits we've experienced from these stories. Because we care about people. We want the best for them. We don't lose anything by sharing with others what we've gained from others sharing their story with us. It's not a zero-sum game. If we don't care enough to want this for other people, 
then we don't fully understand the story of Jesus that has been shared with us. If we don't care, then we need to go back and hear the story again so we fully understand its implications. We pay it forward because we care. We pay it forward because it's just the right thing to do. Well, how do we pay it forward? It starts with being true to the story itself, whether the story was about Jesus or some other impactful story. We pay it forward by living out the story with honesty and integrity. We don't have to live it out perfectly, but we must live it with intentionality. We pay it forward by experiencing growth within us that's nurtured by the stories others share with us. We pay it forward by telling and by showing. I'll share an example in a little bit. When do we pay it forward? Short answer, when the time is right. The time is never right when it's all about feeding our ego. The time is never right when we're looking to get something in return, when our goal is to be paid back. The time is right when God makes it clear to us, when we feel him nudging us, when we sense the person we're paying it forward to might be receptive to our story becoming part of their story. Here's a brief example that will hopefully illustrate this. It comes from my book, Them, that I've mentioned to you before. I'll read just a few paragraphs from it. This is a story about Geraldine, my student aide when I was a teacher back in the 70s. She earned credit for helping me during her senior year in high school. We often talked about things going on in her life, and during one especially bad stretch of difficulties for her, I told her about Jesus, much like Carol had told me, and as I described in episode 21 last week. Geraldine responded to Jesus calling her to himself, and she turned her life over to him. It changed her, just like Jesus changed me, and just like he changes everyone who turns to him. Years later, Geraldine married and invited Janet and me to go out for dinner with her and her husband. We did this several times, then our lives drifted apart. But we reconnected when I found out she was going to graduate from nursing school. Janet and I went to the ceremony. More time elapsed. Then we reconnected again at a funeral parlor of all places. Her father and my father both had services in the same funeral home a day apart. Each year we exchanged Christmas cards until one year, several years back, she wrote, We're not sending Christmas cards anymore. It's just gotten to be too much. So the card I'm sending you and Janet is the only one I'm sending this year. She closed with a sentence that is forever engraved in my heart. Because of you, I have Jesus. It's because of Jesus, actually, that Geraldine has Jesus. I just played a small supporting role in the grand drama of Jesus calling people to himself. It's a role I wish I would play more often, a role that Reverend Mooney and Carol played so well in my life. After that last Christmas card, I again lost contact with Geraldine until Facebook came on the scene. From that, I learned she was having heart surgery, a surgery she was very worried about. I reminded her she has Jesus. 
She came through the operation fine, and several days before her release from the hospital, I drove 80 miles to visit her. We hadn't seen each other in years. We talked for about an hour, then I headed home. I wondered at times why I had taken that journey, for it took up most of my day. I know I did it because I care for her, and I know Jesus cares for her. And perhaps I did it because Reverend Mooney once drove a lot farther for me, 257 miles to be exact, because he had Jesus and wanted me and others to have him too. Maybe that's why. Maybe a little bit of Reverend Mooney rubbed off on me. Well, that's my pay-it-forward story. Before I close, here's the main takeaway from today's episode, our show in a sentence. When we've been blessed by people sharing their life-changing stories with us, we'll find great fulfillment when we pay it forward by sharing our own life-changing stories with others. Well, how can we respond to today's show? What story has greatly impacted your life, whether it's about Jesus or something else, that you could pay it forward? Who comes to mind that you think would be receptive to your story? If no one comes to mind, ask God to help you be on the lookout for someone. Coming up next week, I'm going to be sharing some additional thoughts I have about last week's Relationship Quote of the Week in Episode 21, The Most Important Relationship of All. You may recall the quote reads, We need to remind each other of our own stories. I just can't seem to get that out of my head. So we'll be examining this idea next week. I hope you tune in then. In wrapping up today's episode, may others pay forward onto you the impactful relationship stories in their life. And may you then do the same with others. And now here's our relationship quote of this week. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forward. By Soren Kierkegaard, the 19th century Danish philosopher. I'll say that again. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forward. Well, that's it for today's show. See you next week. Bye for now.